Hello and welcome to the podcast, Adventures of a New You. I'm your host, Jen Park, a social worker and fellow adventurer. This is episode number 76 of the podcast. And today I'm going to chat about building connections. So I think everyone has heard of the book, The Five Love Languages. And one of those love languages is quality time. And basically, one of the takeaways from quality time is the idea of connection and feeling connected to yourself, feeling connected to the people that are around you. So in life, there are many different ways in each of our different roles that we need to feel a level of connection. And there are all different kinds of supports for us in each of these aspects of our lives. So I want to chat about some of those different connections and supports that we need to have that make us be the best version of ourselves. There are the schools of thought that you are the, um, the makeup of the five people that you surround yourself with. And if you take a look at the people that you surround yourself with, you can kind of see that, right? Like you joke that sometimes like you hear things that your mom would say, like come out of your mouth and you're like, Oh, Oh my gosh, I'm like turning into my mom. And it's that kind of mentality that like when you spend a lot of time with your mom, you are going to say things that your mom says that when you spend a lot of time with your best friend, you're going to think things that your best friend thinks when you spend time trying to level up and you're absorbing lots of personal development, you're going to like cause your, your thinking patterns to change and you're going to start to think in a different level and raise up a little bit because you are absorbing all of these positive energies, positive influences. So in the idea of surrounding yourself with these five people that are going to cause you to level up, you want to be mindful of the people that you are surrounding yourself with. So take a minute and think about the five people that you spend the most time with, whether that is virtually at this point or in any other capacity. So the idea of like, you know, when you're like a stay at home mom and there's all the memes about like, ah, the kids kind of like you make you crazy. Well, that makes sense when you are home and the five people you surround yourself with are probably your kids and your partner. Like you have a different level of mentality than if you are, let's say, out in the workforce and you are surrounding yourself with grownups all day long and people who are, you know, at higher levels of you, higher levels than you and that are kind of causing you to have to uplift yourself all the time. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with being home with your kids all day because there's not, but I'm also kind of encouraging you to be mindful that if you are with kids all day and absorbing kid things all day, that that is going to change and shift you a little bit. Whereas if you are in a different environment and soaking up what there is in that environment, Here's the thing, though. You absolutely have control over what you're absorbing, right? It's just like your screen time. Like, you're taking in, are you going to scroll on social media for an hour? Or are you going to absorb some personal development content that's going to help lift you up? So that's what we're talking about here, is you pick and choose who you are connected to. So every day, to kind of just take a minute and be like, okay, who am I surrounding myself with today? Who am I absorbing? What am I absorbing? What kind of content am I absorbing? And if you can make even just a little shift where you take five, 10 minutes a day and you're absorbing some sort of personal development content, you are going to see a 
an incredible shift in your mindset and how you think and what you're thinking about and what you're choosing to do with your spare time, all of that. So I encourage you every single day to take in a few minutes of someone who uplifts you, something who uplifts you, something who uplifts you, some kind of content that is going to help you rise to the next level, whatever that next level is for you. And in my book, I talk about creating space for yourself. This is like one simple way that I don't think is even in the book, but I guess we'll be in another version, right? Um, that you are creating space for yourself. This tiny pocket, and I'm talking like tiny pocket, like I try to keep my podcast episodes so that you can listen in the car, even if you, one hack that I have learned too is that if you listen in like, um, like one and a half times, you know how you can pick like the setting, like do you want to listen at, like at regular speed, or you can bump it up, and bumping it up, I listen to all the podcasts that I listen to in that one and a half, because it shortens the time, and it's, people talk slow enough that you can understand what they're saying, and that you can you know, catch everything. If you want to, I guess, slow down and really absorb some content, you can slow it down. But one and a half is the way I go. The way I roll around here is like, cause I want to take in, I want to make the most of the time that I have by myself in soaking up all of that good content. Cause there's so much good content out there. All right. Now I want to talk about the different kinds of connections that you want to have in your life. So obviously your family is going to be your number one connection. And there's obviously varying varying degrees within your family of the people that you are closest to, but you want to take some time and, and make space for that connection and have dedicated family time. You know, it's the simplest things like sitting down and having dinner. And this is something that I've really had to work on because I'm a grazer and I will stand over the kitchen sink and I will not sit down. I will start doing the dishes while my son's still eating. But taking that time to like really be intentional and have, even if it's like those old fashioned like Sunday family dinners, like those used to be my favorite. We used to have um, Sunday brunch at my house all the time. And obviously the pandemic has changed the world, but finding ways to have those connections. Like I've seen people do everything from game nights to all kinds of things on Zoom. There's also great ways to connect outside safely, still even during this time. It's about being intentional, taking the time to like think, like how can we get together? Can we go outside and be outside and go for a walk? There's all kinds of different ways. If you need more ideas, let me know. I can chat more about that. But your family is number one. Having a crazy supportive partner, and I don't mean like crazy, but like a supportive partner that is like, and having time for your partner, making designated time with your partner. And trust me, trust me right now. I know how difficult that can be. And I know that everybody's life situation is a little bit different. We are just coming off of a year long deployment and finding ways to stay connected I say a year because that's the way I count it. The army counts it a different way. But finding ways to stay connected even when you're like literally half a world apart, it really, it's a little bit challenging, but there are plenty of ways to do it. So there are definitely ways that you can stay connected to your partner who's in your own house or in close proximity. 
it's little things, but it's all about like being intentional, trying to make that time. And again, I understand the whole finding childcare and, and all of that is much more difficult than it has ever been, but there are ways to do it. Okay. So family partner, those are the two probably biggest they're in your life all day, every day, which is a good thing. The next thing that I strongly recommend that you have is a mentor. And it is very easy to find a mentor, especially because sometimes your mentor is someone that you you follow what they do and you are like taking in their energy, simply there be a podcast or webinars or, or things like that. And they may not even realize that they are your mentor, but building that relationship, if you reach out and you say like, you know, I'm following you. If you say like, you know, would you be my mentor? It's incredibly powerful. So I highly recommend that you have a mentor because there's so much that you can learn, whether it's from somebody in your field, somebody from a field you're interested in, a related field. There's just so much that we can learn from somebody who's been down the path before us. When I um, started my photography business, I had two great mentors and a lot of it was just like such simple stuff that like I didn't know, I didn't know I needed to know, but they're just like, hey, do this or hey, try this and you're like, Like, where would you be without that simple knowledge? You'd be spending 10 hours searching the internet for an answer when somebody else could tell you in like two seconds. So having a mentor, having someone to have discussion with, and a mentor is different than your supervisor. So know that because your supervisor is there. In some ways we get, we get to have the luxury of like kind of being a mentor, but it's like a little bit different. A mentor is going to teach you kind of like the ins and outs. Your supervisor is there to like, you know, follow policy and make sure that this is done on by this deadline and, and all of that political piece of it too. Like, you know, minding your P's and Q's and following guidelines, but your mentor can be like teaching you like the nitty gritty, like the good stuff that you want to hear, that you want to learn about <clears throat> the like how to survive in the field because your supervisor can't always teach you that. <laughs> we might want to, but we can't always teach you, you know, I guess like the backdoor ways to do things. So you need, you need a mentor for that. All right. Next that I highly recommend is having a coach. And this is, there's so many different kinds of coaches, right? There's life coaches, there's business coaches, there's workout coaches. And Throughout your life, there's going to be different aspects of your life that you want to focus on at one point. So connecting with a coach for whatever piece of it is that you want to be working on right now, I actually have, I have like a business slash life coach, I'm going to call her. And then I do, sorry, I have a workout coach too, who encourages me. She checks in with me and you know, both of those are incredibly powerful and they're also just good accountability and encourage you to like keep moving forward, keep leveling up. I also will point out that for me, it's important that I am connecting with each of these facets, like with a woman, because that's just important to me. I am girl power, probably to a fault, some would say, but for me having those influences be women 
is what I seek. I even like I seek that even like in my doctors, providers, things like that. That's just a thing for me. It's not for everybody. And I don't take don't take that wrong because I think that there is plenty that we can learn from men. And I think that sometimes having that male perspective might be good for us. But right now, the space that I'm in is like I am always looking for like women to learn from. <clears throat> I know you're not surprised by that. Okay. <laughs> the next thing that we need, and not all the time, but in, I think in waves in life as we go through different things, is a really good therapist. And let me tell you, those are not easy to find. And I can say that because I've tried. <laughs> okay. So in life, there's different, you know, as you go through different life events, there are different things you need to work through and and finding someone that you can truly connect with is really powerful. And if you are a social worker and you have lots of vicarious trauma or compassion fatigue to talk about, finding a therapist who can relate and can truly understand and help you work through those things is, I'll say it's a challenge. It really is a challenge. So when you have that, you can make incredible strides and you can work through some some really fierce stuff. So know that finding a therapist is not like you just flip through the phone book and you find, you know, Mary Smith, the therapist that's going to be perfect for everybody. It doesn't work that way. You want to go probably a referral from somebody that you know and trust who, who maybe has been through similar experiences, experiences as you so that you can find somebody who's going to truly be able to work through whatever like your particular situation may be because I'll just leave it there because in the social work world, there's a lot of crazy things that we need to talk about and some therapists just, they don't know what to even say because if they haven't lived that same level of experience or even considered like some of the things, especially in child welfare, that we see that they they simply, they can try and and you're just going to be disappointed. So you want to find somebody who can truly understand and who has that level of experience. And don't be afraid to ask questions when you're trying to hire a coach, a therapist, when you're like looking for a mentor. Don't be afraid to ask questions like, hey, have you ever worked in child welfare? Hey, have you ever, you know, worked with people with PTSD? Those questions are incredibly important for us to be asking because you want to know that someone that you're working with, especially someone that you're paying, has the level of experience that you need so that you can get the most out of your experience with them. All right, next is having a supervisor that you can connect with because we've all been in a situation where you have a supervisor that you don't either like, trust, connect with, and that's okay because you can, generally at least, uh, always change a supervisor. You, and if you need to change a job, you change a job. I say that like it's like super easy. I know it's not super easy, but there are always things that you can do and you can always, if you have a supervisor and you're kind of like stuck, you go to a different supervisor and you have conversations and you, you figure out, do you need to make a shift? Because there are times even in your career where you might outgrow a supervisor or you might just discover that you kind of have different schools of thought and they're not the best fit for you. And that's okay. So you need to move and shift. But having a good relationship with your supervisor is 
really important. So that is something else to have on your connection team or in your tribe. The next thing is having your work tribe, right? So some people joke like about having a work wife or work husband. That's important too. And <laughs> it's not, not always like that you have that particular situation, but having your go-to people in your work environment. And right now, being able to stay connected to that group is really important. Challenging, but really important because as you're making shifts and you're learning like new ways to do things, especially during a pandemic, it's really important that we have people to bounce ideas off of and ask questions. And sometimes that person is not your supervisor. You don't want to be running to your supervisor like, how do you log on Zoom? How do you, you know, try to create this environment? How do you set up team meetings? Sometimes having just like your work friends to bounce ideas off of. And even sometimes just to complain to, right? Because I think we all need that safe space. We can be like, oh my gosh, today this job is so hard because some days it is, right? So having your work friends and then having people too that you can show up for and that you can ask for help from, especially like as we are rolling in and out of self-quarantines and travel bans and and all of those things that it's important that we have people that we can work together with and help each other and just be supportive to and get that support from so important the last person that I will call and this is part of your work drive this is this is your like your VIP um in my world we call it your ride or die this is like your go-to person who is going to be there for you. You're going to be there for them. Basically, no matter what kind of anything that they're going through. This is the person that you're going to call in an emergency. This is the person that is going to show up for you. No matter what kind of hot mess you're about to get yourself into. Or whether you're having the worst day. They're going to celebrate the best days with you. This is like your work BFF. And I think that they're different than your work wife or your wife husband, but but this person is like going to really be there. They are your rock. You are their rock. You have been through all the things together and you will continue to be there for each other through (laughs) as long as you guys are together, right? As long as you work together. So finding that person is incredibly important because you need all these different varying levels of support at different points, like even throughout the day or throughout the work week. There's so much that we can learn from each of these people and having this level of support will help you kind of feel, I'm going to say feel complete, but it helps you feel connected. And right now, it's the world is like a little bit lonely. <laughs> it, let's be real honest. It is a little bit lonely. You need your mom friends to bounce ideas off of. You need your work friends to bounce ideas off of. You need to feel that level of connection, especially when you're not getting to like see people's faces like you were literally and figuratively before. So having each of these influences in our lives and being intentional and in making these connections is so important now more than ever, because we need to have this level of human connection. And right now we have to go out of our way a little bit to make sure that we have that and that we continue to have that so that we can be the best version of ourselves. Because 
it takes a village. And I, I can't say that enough because they say it takes a village to raise a child. It's not just to raise a child. It's for everybody. Everybody needs a village. And these are just what I think are like the most important people in your village right now. So you may have heard a little bit about this, but I have created a space specifically for social workers to have this extra place where we can build connection. It's called Coffee and Connection, and it starts this Saturday, which is January 16th. It is at 8 a.m. on Zoom, so that it's before the world can interrupt you. And 8 a.m., I know for some people, is real early, but it's really not. You can come as you are, come in your leggings, come in your ponytail, come in your hoodie. I don't care. Just, I'm telling you, you having this space to create these connections and create relationships with other social workers and bond is, I think it's going to be fire, is honestly what I think. I am so excited about it. At work, um, previously, I had been hosting something similar called Lunch and Learn, where I brought together some of the social workers like in our department. And just, I think, having that space to see each other's faces and kind of learn from each other, ask questions was was really great and this is just kind of like my expansion of that and it's also opening up the opportunity for social workers from different places of I say the world but like you know there's hospital social workers there's child welfare social workers there's all kinds of the private practice social workers all kinds of social workers out there and I think that there's so much that we can learn from each other and I think that just opening up lines of communication and creating a space where we can build these new relationships is going to be, I'm just super excited about it. I can't even explain. So if you have yet to join, there are still some spots open and I would love to have you join. You can join by going to adventuresofanewyou.com and clicking coffee and connection. Um, there is a minimal cost of $30. So there with the group, you get six weeks of Saturday morning Zoom calls. They are at 8 a.m. There's also a private Facebook group and you get access to me on Voxer. So it's like if you have an idea, if you have a question, if you just need to like reach out and have some support, I am there for you. I am crazy excited about this and I would love to have you join. I am also so excited because so far I have booked uh, one guest speaker. Her name's Nikki Gingrich. You've heard me talk about her all the time. And she's going to come on and chat with us about meditation. And it took me a long time, but I have implemented some meditation and it's really been pretty incredible. So I'm super excited. If you have a, a skill or you are somebody who you think could really contribute to this group, I would love to talk to you about being a guest speaker too, because um, I think that there are some some other things that we could chat about and I'm super pumped. So if you would love to join the group again on my website, I'll have the link in the show notes because that's like the easiest way to get to everything in life. But adventuresofanewyou.com is my website. Super easy. And I thank you so much for listening today. And I hope that you take a few minutes to just be intentional and reach out to somebody in your life one of your support people and just be a little bit more connected today because I'm telling you, it's going to make you feel good. It's going to make them feel good and it's going to level you up for the day. If you have a friend or a family member or you know a social worker that you think might like to join us, I would love if you would share this with them. And I appreciate you so much for listening. Thank you so much and have a great day.